definitely not the starters. You're on the End of the Bench podcast from 100.7 The Score. I'm Mike Hebert, owner of Cantex Roofing and Construction. Every day is game day, and we'll get it right when it comes to your roofing, construction, windows, and mirrors. Call Cantex Roofing and Construction today. Together, we are one serving you. Hey, what's happening? Happy Thursday. Good morning and welcome on to the end of the bench on 100.7 The Score, 107thescore.com and the 100.7 The Score mobile app. Brought to you, as always, by Happy State Bank alongside Jeff Haxton. I'm Choice Woodman, Lucas White across the way taking care of us. We're with you for the next three hours all the way till high noon today. We would uh, love for you to join us with your thoughts, comments, questions, Whatever you want to talk about, bring it in on the A's Flooring Center chat line through that 100.7 The Score mobile app. And at 107thescore.com. What's up, Axe? Top of the morning to you. How you doing? Doing well, man. I've had my, my caffeination. That's good. Diet Dr. Diesel. Had a boy. And... Um, it's gorgeous outside, so yeah, having a good morning. Good. Ready to rock and roll. Yeah, sure. Uh, Got this uh, from Kendall Rogers to start. Uh, Big 12 Conference is keeping its conference baseball tournament at Globe Life Field through 2028. There you go. And that ends speculation that the SEC tournament would be moving there. I didn't even know there was speculation, on, and I don't, I don't know why they would move it. Um, I could see them moving They've it. They've been but, in Alabama, right? Is that right? Hoover, Alabama. That's what I thought. Um, the the hometown of uh, I never remember of that show. The name of that show. You remember that show that was on MTV? It's like a high school version of Hard Knocks. Yeah. Um, you, you remember what I'm yeah, talking yeah, about? Yeah, 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 yeah. I never can remember the name of that show. Yeah, it was based in Hoover. It was in Hoover. Yeah. Oh. That's the only reason I would know Hoover, Alabama, but. Someone will tell us on the Yates Flooring Center chat. Like, yeah, good move by the conference, right? I mean, you're, you're the one that's there. You go to this. I know Bricktown's different. Bricktown has um, has what, what fallen. Two-a-days. Two-a-days, thank you. Two-a-days, yeah. Two-a-days, thank you. Yeah. Um, Bricktown's fallen way behind, and right. the, and the, weather is, the weather is too volatile at that point. Um. It's just at the most one of the most volatile times, as we saw with the more tornadoes sweeping through there right before it started that year in 2013. Um, the uh, Arlington has its its takeaways, its its bad parts because you do feel like you're in a a cave. Yeah. Um, but it is also 100% guaranteed that you're going to play because that roof's going to be closed. Yep. You're going to be comfortable. The players are going to be. Um, Treated as as good as they can be treated, player lounges, <clears throat> locker rooms, um, training services, uh, nutrition, ease of hotel. It's the it's the right choice. So maybe I should say not good move, nece- but a necessary move by the conference. Yeah, I mean it's it makes too much sense to keep it in Arlington. Um, it's not as intimate of an atmosphere, obviously, but. All those things you outlined, especially I think weather's number one on it, right? Number I mean, one, because how many times have we sat there not knowing when games will be played? Well, when you got to go from nine a.m. to eleven p.m., right? It's not. It's not like Omaha where you have the extra days and the padding where you can play games at different times. 
It's not like that. It, you have a schedule you need to keep. So there's been plenty of nights where you're playing at 2 a.m. at Bricktown because you're catching up on stuff. So, yeah, I think because of the weather, um, this is a good move by the conference, especially if, if the SEC was thinking about poaching, then good job by the Big 12 saying, hey, no, this is this is our territory. We're going to keep it here. Um, so good stuff there for uh, Texas. I mean, sorry, for the uh, Big 12 Conference. Texas Tech will be involved in it. Of course, you'll play games there to uh, to open the season, right? Yes. That will be the uh, season opening weekend for the Shriners College Baseball Showdown, I think is what they call that one. I think they're keeping Arlington the sh- Division. Yeah, th- I think they have the, the classic is mm-hmm. what they call the Shriners in in Houston, and this is just the college baseball showdown that they put the Shriners in front of now. So, um, yeah, that'll be where Texas Tech opens the season and uh, closes the uh, Big 12 portion of the season this year. Uh, we'll talk some Tech football, of course. Looking towards uh, Brigham Young again. Break down a few numbers for you. Pick'em challenge? We have a pick'em challenge. Got all the uh, the games locked and loaded. So we'll pick uh, a lot of Big 12. Even threw a different one on there for a pick. Lucas gave me uh, Vegas player props. So we will pick one of the player props as one of our picks for Texas Tech. I I tried to choose the one that I think would be the hardest. Because one of them was, uh, and Lucas can go over all of them for us tomorrow, but uh, I think one was Taj Brooks, 96.5 yards rushing. We'd all take the over there, right? And So I didn't want to do that one because he's gone over for – Five games in a row. Even last game, when everybody felt like he didn't get enough touches, he still had 98 yards in the game. So, so I, I tried to choose the one. Oh, I can go ahead and tell it. Miles Price's over under on yardage will be the the toughest at 51 and a half. So, we'll see. I think uh, I'm just going to go by my number that came in my head. I'm just going to go by that. Okay. I'll yeah. tell you what that is when we get there. Yep. So we'll. Uh, we will uh, get to that coming up a little bit later. That will be 10.30 for the uh, Pick'em. We're also going to have a guest join us today a little bit later. Late, down at uh, around 11 o'clock, uh, Rodney Allison's going to come into the studio and, and hang out with us for about 30 minutes. And uh, If you all don't know Rodney, I mean, personally, he is uh, as good of a dude as you're going to find. He's done so much for Texas Tech and the athletic department over his years was also a stud quarterback at Texas Tech. So uh, we're, we're just kind of saying farewell to him because he's, he's uh, riding off to Hawaii in retirement. So we'll, we'll pick his brain, get some stories, and, and just sit and chat with uh, Rodney. I'm interested just to know how that process is. You know, like, do you sell everything you have because you? Have I, to... I think he said last week that he's already they've they're eating on a card table in the dining room right now. Got so rid of all of it. I think so. I think they've just kind of basically start again. They're going all in. They they've got the family out in Hawaii. So yeah, his family's been out there and, a while. Yeah, they have, and uh, yeah, so that'll be that'll be fun to pick Rodney's brain and just just hear some awesome stories from playing coaching days. I mean, he's been all over. Coached at uh, Auburn. He coached at. Uh, yeah, I'm trying to remember all the stops, but he's had he's had plenty of stops, and and uh, of course he's he's rubbed shoulders with the best of them in in Texas Tech uh, history pretty well. So so we'll uh, visit with him coming up a little bit later today, and uh, of course talk some Rangers Astros 
Yeah. There's no such thing as a jinx hex, but uh, I just but dug a hole too much. I didn't jinx him. <laughs> Max Scherzer jinxed him. <laughs> you don't start off a sentence like that unless you think that the opposite. Well, I got tweeted at, and you Did know, you? people. There was a JK in the tweet too, so mm. so that takes it away, right? <laughs> little, little truth a in every truth joke. in every joke, man. Little truth in every Something joke that I've so. always held. Oh, I I agree with it. So, yeah, uh, well, you and I were nervous about Scherzer, and the the nerves were warranted. But Rangers get another shot today, and this is a huge one today. Really need a win to to feel like you're going to secure the series. Definitely not the starters. You're on the end of the bench podcast from 100.7 The Score. Onward to our number two. Two. Thank you. It is the end of the bench on 100.7 The Score and 107thescore.com. Choice Woodman and Jeff Haxton here in the First United Bank studio, a uh, lively first hour. Still lots to uh, get into over the next two hours. We'll have our weekend pick'em challenge coming up. Here at 1030 at 11, we'll be joined by the uh, legend Rodney Allison. So he'll join us here in the uh, First United Bank studio and and uh, talk about some of his great moments at Texas Tech. He's one of the most humble guys out there, too. So if we talk about him, he, you'd have to really pry it out. But uh, he's he's got lots of great stories about everybody at Texas Tech. So we'll, we'll chat with him at that time. Um, several... Thoughts and uh, comments rolling in on the Yates Flooring Center chat line. We'll catch up on some of that. You have something planned? Yeah, I, I got something I want to throw at you. Okay. See what sticks here. College football's QB power rankings. Oh. Via Tom Fornelli, CBS Sports, and 24 Sport, 24-7 Sports. I have a feeling Tech's not going to have one on here, but okay. There's only one reason I'm bringing this up, and it'll be a while before I get to it, because I want you to try and fill in some of the names that you All right. might put on there. One on one that's not on there is, is Bo Nix. I thought he would be on there. He's not. This is the top ten? Top ten. I'm Week 8 college football quarterback power rankings. Maybe maybe like Oregon's got the week off or something, and he's saying this is the game's coming up. Because okay. Nick's has to be on the list, if, if you ask me. But. I, I would think so. I mean, he's one of the ten best co- quarterbacks in college football. I mean, uh, okay, so I would say in no do I, do I need to go in order or just trying no, to guess just, the ten? Yeah, just fire some out. Penix is going to be on there. One. Um, Washington. Caleb Williams of USC. He's not on there. Let me see. Let me click on this because I didn't. He's not a top. Is this just a power of what happened or is this a performance from last week? Because Williams stunk last week and Knicks was all right against Washington. So I'm curious, if, is this the best performances from last week? Probably. Okay. Um, I would think that, uh, that Dylan Gabriel is going to be Four. on that list. I think this might be transfers. But then Caleb Williams is a transfer. He's a transfer, too. so he should be on there. And Nick's, oh, Nick's is, a trans- is a transfer from like Auburn. Seven transfers. Anyway, I'm get, what I'm getting at okay. is Donovan Smith is 10 on the list. 
Okay. I think this has got to be just performance from last week. Yeah. Because he had a good performance against West Virginia. That's got to be it. Um, You miss that guy, don't you? That's kind of what I was getting at. I mean, I, I do. I, I wish he could have hung around. You know, and I, I talked um, at the beginning of the offseason last year. I, Donovan Smith would have been your third quarterback heading into the season. So I completely understand him wanting to leave if he wants to stay in the quarterback position. I don't know what the conversation was like. I, I was not there. have no idea. Um, I know Joey McGuire met with him. This is all performances from last week. Okay. Well, I know Joey McGuire met with him and gave him, like, hey, this is where we see you. This is what we want from you if you stay at Texas Tech. But he, he wanted to stay at the quarterback position. My guess is, or what I would have done is said, hey, you could be a receiver. You can be a tight end. He played receiver for three years in high school at Bishop Gorman before he came to friendship. Um, I think he would have been a successful big receiver. I mean, he is as athletic of a guy as, as there is. He's not the fastest guy in the world, but, man, he can he can body people up. I would have loved to have seen him stay here because guess what? He would have been your third-string quarterback and a receiver. He, he would have been both. I think he would have – you absolutely would be using him right now. And that's not a knock on Jake Strong by any means. I hope Jake Strong goes out and has a phenomenal performance this week. But the the, uh, the value that that guy could be bringing to your team right now is is missed. Because he went and won close games for you. Went and won dramatic games, just like he did on Thursday night last week. Disagree with any of that? No. I mean, yeah, I mean, but that's that's basically an impossibility. Unless you're Ole Miss paying guys like crazy to have three starting level caliber quarterbacks in your quarterback room, right? Unless you have one that's undiscovered. But three guys that have proven all three guys last year won you a Big 12 game. That's crazy. <laughs> all three guys won a Big 12 game. As I was firing at you a pretty crappy list, I see this headline from Heartland <laughs> College Sports. Oh, boy. While Avery Johnson is the quarterback of the future in Lawrence, oh gosh. the present still belongs to no. Will Howard. Hashtag EMA. It really says Lawrence. People. This is just, just posted. People. It's like Golf Digest or whoever it was. Golf Magazine that put Lud- yeah. Ludwig Aberg and at Texas A&M. Just, just know your college towns. Where's Maris? Is he around? Know your college towns, Maris. That's your homework. Still repping the, the powder blues. Hey, win or lose, baby. Win or lose. All right. More. So Nicole Hartman's going back to the Chiefs. I hadn't seen that. Is that right? I mean, I'm I'm sick of uh, this cat. I can't even think of his name right now. Number nineteen. Come on. What is his name? The guy that drops all the passes. Tony. There we go. Kadarius Tony. The funniest thing I've seen on the I'm internet today him. is Nicole Hartman back to the Chiefs, and it's got Dwight at the arcade. When Angela rolls up behind him and scares that, him, that, ew. <laughs> said that's Mahomes seeing Hardman 
back in the huddle <laughs> at the Chiefs. <laughs> you know, he jumps. I, I, I mean, honestly, that's better than Tony, right? Based off of what what they've done this year, <sighs> they need some Love sort drops. of weapons there. Uh, D Rock says, "Explain to my twelve year old son that we haven't always been able to pause live TV or recorded." Or record shows. Commercial breaks were for bathroom breaks. <laughs> well, first world problems. It's true. Very true. El Jefe says, go Astros. Uh, Panhandle Raiders says, if anyone jinxed the game today, it was Chuck talking about seeing who has the better punter Saturday. <laughs> I heard this. Touche. <laughs> Pulling out of the neighborhood, I heard this. Yeah. Oh my gosh, he was given uh, the, yeah. the CJRU family tree. Oh, I heard it. And then he went into, I mean, like this IU, this IU, the, yeah, they BYU. both went to BYU. Yeah. Then McNamara is a good punter, but they got a really good punter too. And I was, <laughs> I was just trying to picture Jamie's face when all that was going on. <laughs> what are we? What are we doing? Playing time is not required. This is the end of the bench podcast from 100.7 The Score. Rolling on to hour number three. You're hanging with the end of the bench on 100.7 The Score and 107thescore.com. Choice Woodman, Jeff Haxton here in the First United Bank studio. Got a treat now. Rodney Allison. I think that's the first time you've ever been on this show. I mean, you've been on the stations plenty of times. I've been on here uh, on I mean, a lot this, of shows. I haven't been on this one. I oh, appreciate I mean, you asking me. Oh, man. We're, we're, we're thrilled to have you. Now, we're not as highbrow as those fellas you usually hang out with on Saturday morning, so <laughs> you're going to you're gonna have to deal with this here. But uh, you are like, you're one of the most humble people I've ever met, so it's going to be yeah. hard getting you to talk about you too yeah. much. But uh, um, how was it uh, – Getting that that Heritage Award the other night at the Hall of Fame banquet, well, I think they surprised you, get, you pretty good, didn't they? No, I had no idea. But the, I think <laughs> once you get older and they you're getting ready to leave, they figure out awards to give you or something. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, uh, but it was neat. I really appreciate Texas Tech and um, what Texas Tech has done for me. It's you know you don't realize it at the time what the school and what the education and all the experiences and all that stuff do for you from a life lessons learning deal but uh-huh. uh, i ended up doing what i uh, any success i ever had I, it's nearly a direct uh, directly related to texas tech and i always wanted to come back and you know coach for a long long time and and always wanted to come back and give something back to tech and uh, mm-hmm. hopefully i in a, in a small way we were able to do that i think it's much more than a small way uh if y'all didn't know rodney yeah. is He's gonna move off to uh, Hawaii, Maui, Maui. That's uh, pretty cool. Yep. Hawaii to to ride off in the sunset that way. But you got family there, so it's we've got a, a son and a grandson and a, a daughter-in-law over there, and hopefully they'll have another one at some point. Yeah. And mm. we're just gonna go over there and uh, live and, and be a part of that. How did they come through all the mess with the Lahaina? It was a tough deal for everybody over there. I mean, it was it was they were about our property is about forty minutes from where the actual fire happened in Lahaina, but uh, which way? Because I just. We just came from there in November. You yeah, know? Oh, yeah. Well, y'all so, were right over there by where yeah, the fire yeah. was yeah. in Lahaina. Right. Didn't they play the basketball yes. games in Lahaina? Yeah. Yes. And, uh, but, and, and that gym is just up the hill from Lahaina proper. So yes. you could 
you could look down and see the the town and then of course the ocean so that's why i was kind of wondering is it back around towards it'd be back east and south okay okay so, yeah we're, so on your way from the airport to Lahaina. yeah okay so you know we were good ways but that was everybody was affected by that fire on that island i mean it was a just a total disaster horrible. yeah horrible. horrible did that dissuade maybe dissuade you or did you just Keep, keep going. No, I tell you what we did. It's you know we've are, we've been committed to doing this for so long that uh, that never deterred us. We 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 jumped right into the help the people mode. Mm-hmm. My son was over there, and pretty much everybody on the island went into automatic help mode with with that situation. So me and my son raised about a hundred thousand dollars and directly helped the oh, people uh, wow. with. Uh, and a lot of people in Lubbock, we we uh, raised about fifty thousand here in Lubbock. Wow! And it went directly awesome. to those families and the people that needed them. And uh, but it's it's a lot better situation over there. But that's going to take probably decades for it to to, to get yeah. back to you know so, that, that we go through life and we have so many things that you remember where you were when you heard about it happening and that'll be one for me you know you, you know it's the 9-11s for for yeah. uh Okies, it's 1995 with the oklahoma city bombing and then i was sitting right here with choice when i reported that to hey where we were in november is on fire and not just a little grass fire i mean like on fire so that's one of those things that like you said just decades and decades and and I, i'm glad it didn't deter your plans because that was you know, a life ender and a life changer for so many people. Yeah. No, it was a disaster. And as a matter of fact, I'm going to go over there in the first three months. I'm going to pretty much be a part of some fundraising stuff, a golf tournament, and do some different things. The school in Lahaina, the elementary school, got burnt down. Yeah. And so we're uh, going to try to raise some money and rebuild that school. Wow. How'd your, how'd your boy get over there? He went over there with a doctor. He's a medical device guy. Uh-huh. And he went over there and uh, – uh, with this doctor and struggled like crazy and didn't yeah. know if it was going to work was it was a tough situation uh-huh. and uh after about a year they got it rolling and now he's uh doing really really good they do surgeries a couple days a week and then uh during the pandemic they weren't doing elective surgeries so he got his real estate license now he makes more on real estate than he does in the medical device sales so wow he's doing fairly good and I'm going to go over there, and uh, eventually what I'm going to do, I'm going to be a marshal at a golf course in Wailea. And so that's cool. That's what I'm going to do. Heck yeah, man. That's, that's the dream that when you retire, great. right? Well, you know, the general manager at uh, the Ross course, Bammer Flippo, <laughs> yeah. he's got one of his very good friends is the uh, general manager at Wailea Blue. So oh I've already all right. I've already met him. And I got so, a hookup at Wailea. Yeah. I know it. Yeah, Wailea. That's amazing. I have to be there in a couple of years. Wailea Blues, a golf course over there that you can see the water from oh, yeah. like 16 holes. Oh, it's, it's amazing. It's amazing yeah. golf course. Besides Kapalua up there where they play the PGA, yeah. the Wailea uh, area is the best place for yeah, golf. Yeah, I, I think I played the the gold course yeah. when, when I was there last time. But So, I mean, you you have been associated with Texas Tech forever. You you ventured off for a little while yeah. and, and spent some time coaching. But at, at Texas Tech – are the best memories still your playing days, or or you have? Uh... Well, it sure wasn't my coaching days because <laughs> your choice, mate. You know a lot about the history of Tech, but during the period I was coaching here was probably the worst era of Texas Tech football. Probably the number one worst era. You should read our chat line. You would think it's right, like right now. No, 
Hey, <laughs> read the message boards. Yeah. And you'll, you'll think it's right now. No, I, I this was an era when Jerry Moore was uh-huh. the head coach, and it was really bad. And I was a young coach. I was, you know, stupid and like not, you know, it wasn't a very good situation. But anyway, I left Tech and went to Duke with Steve Sloan. Uh-huh. And so that's where I met Tommy Bowden. And, um, um, but being at Tech was a great experience. And, 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 you know, I loved it here, loved playing here, and we were pretty good when I played. What was the favorite favorite game, favorite win for you as a player? Probably um, the win over Texas in 76. Yeah. That was when they had Daryl Royal, mm-hmm. Earl Campbell, mm-hmm. and we were really, really good. And they, were, they weren't great, but they were still pretty good. And the next year, I think Earl Campbell won the Heisman mm-hmm. in 77, I think. I may be wrong about that. Yeah. But – I think in that game in 76, we beat them 31 to 28, and that's the historic picture of uh, Billy Taylor going over the top, right. which was probably the number one football pitcher in Tech history until the Crabtree. Until the Crabtree. Yeah. Yep. So, but probably the Texas win and everything surrounding it with Daryl Royal and, you know, that whole deal. And that would be an interesting top five to do, top five Tech football pictures. Because you got to have obviously the Crabtree, and then you got Welker yeah. down the yeah. sideline yeah, at A and M, and then too. the one you're talking about. You could get to five real quick, I know, but those are those are historic ones. Yeah, yeah. and we were a part of that, and that you know that makes me feel good that I was you know had a you know was a part of the of Texas Tech history. No question. You, you got time to hang for another segment yeah. with us? Okay, good. good, good. We'll we'll keep Rodney here. Uh, if you've got any questions, y'all can put those in on the AIDS Flooring Center chat line as we. We say farewell to a uh, a legend. I appreciate yeah, that. Texas Tech legend, Rodney Allison. Uh, y'all can bring those in on the Yates Flooring Center chat line. We're hanging with you till noon. You're listening to the end of the bench right here on 100.7 The Score. Playing time is not required. This is the end of the bench podcast from 100.7 The Score. Glad to be with you on a Thursday. It is the end of the bench on 100.7 The Score and 107thescore.com. Choice Woodman, Jeff Haxton here in the First United Bank studio, as is Rodney Allison. Rodney joining us uh, today before he ventures off on on Tuesday. So, y- you nervous at all? I mean, you get the, the moves I, are kind I'm of a, a big one. I'm a flying nervous. Oh, you're a flying nervous. I'm a drinking flyer. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like uh, packing. Uh, oh yeah, like sneaking your own in, or you just no. I pre- oh, they got he, on the- he, I, no, he's I, moving to Hawaii. He can get himself a cocktail. <laughs> no, I prep for my flight. Uh, oh, okay, he pre games. No, I'm talking about he's prep. <laughs> no, this might include a prescription. Uh, okay. <laughs> well, I'm glad. Hey, we're, we're simpatico on that, brother. We have, yeah. I'm not. We are. We are on the same huh? lines. I'm a uh, uh, claustrophobia type person so back in the the coaching days how often did y'all fly to to games was it still well, everything did, but it, it's weird and this didn't happen to me till eight or ten years ago okay and it just hit me because i was flying out here to come to, <laughs> to take a job at texas tech a one-way flight and my wife drops me off at the birmingham alabama airport uh-huh. and i get on the plane and they're given the last orders or whatever i get off the plane i, I had a it's just whatever you just call a, it a panic I, attack I, yeah and so I call a doctor, and he calls me in some Valium or Xanax or something. And I took it and got and had a couple beers and got back on the flight. It's amazing you say that because back in the beard days, we took these tiny little oh, airplanes. No chance for okay? me. Okay, so Chris Level is basically sitting in my lap. We sat side by side, and we're both huge. Big, but big. Yeah, I mean he's tall and I'm wide, so he's sitting in my lap. And I start freaking out. 
So I go to the front. There's no staircase. I'm thinking about jumping off oh the my plane gosh. <laughs> and landing on the tarmac. Don't care if I break anything. I just got to get out of there. I'm, I'm, I wow. know exactly. I'm, I'm Holy like, cow. I can't believe I run into somebody else that's, that's just like funny. me. That so there's funny. some prep involved in my flight. <laughs> so he's, you're already mentally yeah. preparing. Yeah, for... and that was on a flight to Kansas City. I'll never forget it. Oh never my. forget it. Oh, my goodness. So uh, so you, you talk to the tech football team uh, yeah. every once in a while. I, I mean that speech that was on the internet about you, you wearing the double T. I don't think I've ever seen you without a double T on your body. I don't have no. anything that doesn't have a double T. I really don't. That's awesome. And it's I've always been proud to wear it, and that's kind of been my deal since I've been here. And the white hat and and the double T. And I think what I told the team that day, I meant it. That's the way I feel. Yeah. Well, hey, what I mean, this is so hard to do with like getting your crystal ball out and everything. But, like, what do you see the future landscape looking like? And one reason it's so hard is four came in this year, two are departing next year, four more are coming in this year. But this place has moved so much, even in the last 10 years. And I've been here eight years, just eight. Uh, so much has happened since I've been here. But what do, you, do you see, like, the future? Kind of get your crystal ball out. and like, What do you see for this, this institution athletically? You know, I relate a lot to our situation a lot to the Oklahoma State situation with T. Boone Pickens. Mm -hmm. I really do because the way it looks to me that there's going to be enough money poured into this program that it's going to be hard at some point not to be successful. Yeah. Cody Campbell's not going to allow this not to be successful. And T. Boone was not going to allow. Then you know as well as Still doing has. it from the grave. Yeah. <laughs> and that, that period with T. Boone started Oklahoma State's yeah. basically success that they have had. And I've heard y'all comment before, we'd all take that success. Sure. And, so, I mean, that's and, and I think I think it's going to happen, and I think this facility and what they're doing with the Matador Club, I think it's eventually going to pay off. I do, and too. I, yeah. I really do. Yeah. And they've been on the front lines of NIL. And not everybody has, but Texas Tech University embraced it. Didn't shy away from it from day one. From day one, yeah. and that's been that. And we're, we might not be seeing that and celebrating that at this moment, but that embracing of that movement and that new thing will pay off. Yeah, I, I agree with you one hundred percent. And I think Cody and Womble and those people. Yeah. Or have got a lot to do with it, and as long as they stay on board, which it looks like they will, I think success is on the way. Yeah, I, I, I just believe it. Regardless of how you feel about NIL, because we've all there's all I mixed feelings. Like, uh, you have to play by the rules that are there, and, and Texas Tech's done a good job. You know, with Kirby that. and Cody and all those people were they. they you got to give them credit for, yeah. for embracing what it was and figuring out a way to make it happen. And, and I'll tell you a girl that nobody gives a lot of credit to is Amy Hurd. Yeah. She oh, was yeah. the one that was originally given the responsibility right. to, to deal with a lot of that, and she's done a great job. And now sure. baseball has a little little uh, collective going on, yep. and not every baseball, even big-time baseball Well, you know, Hatch, you've that. seen yeah. it way better than me, is we're not going to beat LSU. We're not nope. going to beat these people unless we get some players in yep. here that, yep. that make a difference that, that LSU's getting and Arkansas's getting and these great programs are getting. And I mean, we're a great program, but – and I always tell people this, and people at Tech may not like this, but if Coach Tadlock would just have been a little bit meaner <laughs> – beardish type guy he'd have a freaking new stadium yeah and and but force his way around like he deserves well yeah you, you 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 nailed it ronnie exactly because beard was a bulldozer Bad, and a bully you know it well he's a beard he was a bulldozer and a, and a bull bulldozer and a bully 
Did I get it right? You got yeah, it. Yeah, and he you was. And he was going to get whatever he wanted, and whether you liked it or not. Yeah. Coach Tadlock doesn't operate that way. No. And mm-hmm. he's got so much more class than Coach Beard's got, and I'm not – didn't say that about Coach Tadlock. Oh, no. To be mean, but, I don't think but that, that, that dude deserves to, to have a stadium. He I does. Think. He does. But anyway, he's he's he, they're making progress with the new facility. It's a yeah. great oh, yeah. deal. But I just hope one day he gets a stadium and we'll find us a Dusty or a Cody to to, yeah. to do that. Uh, Viva seventy three says Rodney, you'll be missed in Lubbock, Texas, and Texas Tech. I've been a fan of yours since you first came to Texas Tech as a freshman. Good luck to you, and God, may God bless you. Thank you, brother. That was from Viva seventy three. Uh, so. You're gonna to have to adjust to the uh, the time difference out there. Five, hey, let what, me tell you, five quick, hours off? Yes, five back, okay. five behind us. The first time we went over there, I'd been over there three or four days. Didn't even know what day it was. I don't think. Yeah. And I'm sitting there, and it was about one or two o'clock in the afternoon. And Carrie Underwood comes on the TV singing uh, the waiting all day for Sunday night. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what What's going on? Yeah, it's two o'clock in the afternoon. <laughs> That's funny. And so, and you're but, like my time. Yeah, yeah, but I learned to adjust because you know you got to get up about six to watch. Yeah, that's what I was going to watch the game. That's what I was wondering because so like, are you an early riser or, or a yes, night I owl? No, okay, yeah, so yeah, so you won't mind the the early uh, eleven a.m. our time kickoffs for college Breakfast football. Kickoffs. Now it, it probably won't be too bad when uh, you got these Arizona and Arizona State yeah. teams in next year, and you get the late night kickoffs. That'll yeah. be it'll be perfect. Pr- be six o'clock for you. You'll yeah. be rolling off the golf course. Yeah, it'll be four <laughs> or five o'clock. That's but, right. No, it, it, that takes a little adjustment. It's, so you miss it, the mo- I mean, people. That yeah, what you miss the most. Tech. I, I love Texas Tech, and yeah. I, I, the people here and have helped me to, you know, to do some things here at Tech that I thought needed to be done as far as our letterman was concerned. And I've told this story a hundred times. I left Texas Tech in 1982 coaching and never heard from Texas Tech for 35 years. And so I knew if that was happening to me, it was happening to everybody in all sports. And we've tried really hard to, to, to be inclusive and not just be a good old boys football club, but to really uh, uh, reach out to every former athlete to put the Jersey on at Texas Tech. And I just think that's important regardless of whatever sport they played, those former athletes in every sport made the same commitment as football, basketball, and baseball, and they deserve to be recognized as well. Well, Rodney, you are Texas Tech. I, I mean, I, I know you. I speak for a ton of people. Um, Love you. We're going to miss you, man. We're well, I appreciate you all a lot. Thank we, you for having me. We, we appreciate you and everything you've done. Varsity Club, reconnecting those athletes. Uh, of course, your time as a quarterback. Someone says Rodney was my quarterback in the '70s, and he's my quarterback now. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, you you uh, exude Texas Tech, and we appreciate you, man. Well, thank y'all, and good luck to you. Go win a national championship, hacks. <laughs> We're going to <laughs> basketball. We expect to see you back and baseball. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm the biggest baseball fan. Uh, I love college <laughs> baseball. Well, thank y'all. Appreciate you, Rodney. That's Rodney Allison right here in the First United Bank Studio. You're listening to the End of the Bench on 100.7 The Score. Playing time is not required. This is the End of the Bench podcast from 100.7 The Score. It is time for Ask the Benchwarmers. Get your questions in now. Yates Flooring Center chat line, easiest route for that. You can tweet us at 107 The Score or dial us up like Juan did earlier, birthday boy Juan, on the Visual Edge IT hotline, 806-771-0973. I had to... I'm having to think about it. I almost gave out my own number earlier, and I don't. Have I ever done that just on autopilot mode, where I've, <coughs> excuse me, given out my number? I don't know. Maybe I have. I start getting random calls, but uh, it helps for me that I'm a 405 still. 
Yeah, that does help that you don't have the same area code. While he's coughing, let's hit him with uh, John Redcorn. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Gotta get money for the things I want to buy. Gotta get money so when the plane don't let me fly. Gotta get money or else I'm gonna die. And then as a tip of the cap to the Nokia phone from 2007 while choice coughing. Golly. Let's go to an oldie but a goodie requested on the Yates Flooring Center chat line. From Raider's dad. Let's do it. All the gold in California is in a bank in the middle of Beverly Hills in somebody else's name. So if you're dreaming about ready to answer questions but all right we had to get your grand cherokee with the gotta get money well there's actually before even questions we've still got a lot uh, on people you know doing just that uh still have some holdover questions from yesterday uh this from the chat line yikes choices are older than my youngest son how old am i mm. um <clears throat> this one all the gold is in woodman's 97 jeep grand cherokee <laughs> car bag phone uh <laughs> kind of disappointed that chios did not hire rodney at the reserve <laughs> that bum that currently is the marshal usually is asleep behind the comfort station on six and he smells like weed <laughs> choice would throw that oh i think my little brother's texting in here choice would throw that jeep in neutral going down a hill and watch the gas mileage reader go to 99 miles <laughs> well i mean you think about it, that was before oh. the gas mileage readers were really on cars. I'd like, do that out here off the cap rock. I'd just like, let it right. see how far it'll roll and see Dude. if it'll help out my gas mileage in the old Dragon <laughs> Charger. Of course, Woodman had a nice Grand Cherokee, a.k.a. Range Rover, for his first vehicle. Yeah, yeah. yeah I had a GFC Safari, 1985. Uh, remember when Nokia had the cell phone game on lock? Oh, Yeah. Uh, sorry, I didn't get your young people. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, they were it. Um, that, that was the thing. I do remember. It was, you had a Nokia or you had nothing, really. And the Razors came out. Um, bench warmers. I cheer against Cliff slash Lincoln slash USC every game and loved watching ND work them, Notre Dame work them, because I can't stand Caleb Williams. Does this make me a bad Red Raider? Or a hypocrite because I've always been critical of Tech Astros fans pulling so hard against Josh Young. Bad Red Raider, no. Hypocrite, maybe a skosh. I don't know if it if it interferes with your. I think, hacks the general rule for me is you can root for a guy without rooting for the team. That's that's how like the the Cliff thing is different when you're a coach. You can't root for a guy without rooting for the team. But a player like Josh Young, if you're an Astros fan, you can root for Josh Young to have all the success in the world, but Rangers lose games. That's what you can root for. Yeah. Uh, just like I root for uh, Donovan Smith, and even quarterbacks different because quarterbacks get judged on wins. But I root for Donovan Smith to have success, but I'm not rooting for Houston. That, that sort of thing. So I, I don't know. I don't think it makes you a bad I saw some Raiders. Astros fans last night saying, uh, golly, Josh is starting to wear me out. Wreck him. <laughs> well, I mean, 
he wore the Astros out, unfortunately. Like, that was the – if you're a Tech Astros fan, that was a perfect game for you last night. Right? Or should have been the perfect should've game. Been. Josh Young gets two homers, but your team still wins. Yeah. That should have been the perfect game for you. I'm hoping tonight it's not that. Josh Young gets two homers and the Rangers win. That's what I want. That's what I'm rooting for. Uh, I'll be honest. I'm ready to have baseball off the pick em. Okay. I think it should be a football pick em. Okay. I don't. We should pick games. You didn't? We should that, pick games those, against we pick the spread. Games. We should pick football games against the spread. That's what the pick em should be All in the, the fall. All the time? Yes. Even on spreads yes. that are three points? Yes. Okay. That way it keeps it steady. Because when we look at our when we look at our standings, some of them are just heads up, yeah, and some of them are not. Have so, you seen how we've picked the majority of our games have not been okay, against the but spread. it still could be better. I I know what you're saying, but it, it could be better. Even though you're thinking it would be worse, it could be better, right, Lucas? I, I guess it could. It could. Um, Mike Martin says both teams have tech players. Mashinsky's not on the playoff roster. He's not, but yes, they do both have have tech players. Uh, bench warmers can tech copy what TCU did to beat BYU. I, that's where I think it gets dangerous. If you try to copy what someone else does, and that's not who your team is. Now that being said, TCU literally just played a freshman quarterback to to go beat BYU and let him throw it all over the field. So is that what you want? Is letting Jake Strong throw it all over the field? I I want to see a balanced game <clears throat> on Saturday. That's what I'd like. So I don't want it to be five touchdowns for Jake Strong. If he has that, then great. Because you're probably having success. But I I think the focus for Texas Tech has to be with the running game. Has to start there. Um. I mean, do you want to see them copy TCU's I want, blueprint no, there? No, I want to see success. Yeah. I don't care what it looks like. Yeah. I mean, if it, that's 40 handoffs to Taj, okay. If it's 10 throws to the tight end, okay. I mean, just whatever works. Those, those are nice things. Uh, Benchwarmers, did y'all see the reports or rumors of Caleb Williams requesting or demanding ownership stake from whoever drafts him? Yeah. that That's not real, right? Because uh, the the – you have to be very wary of the of the Facebook stuff specifically on the groups and all of that. I I don't think that stuff was real. Until I see it reported by a legitimate source, I don't believe stuff typically. And that the place I saw it from was not a legitimate source. I don't think that's a real thing. If he if it is a real thing, it's one of the stupidest things I've ever seen. No player can have ownership stake for a team that drafts him. I don't even think that's legal in the NFL. Like, the, Tom Brady could not have played for the Raiders and been an owner. That was one of the topics that was coming up. So, <clears throat> yeah, I don't, I don't think it matters. Um, this from the Yates Flooring Center chat line. I'm sifting through. Benchwarmers, best current road trip in the Big 12, best future road trip. So I guess future is one of the four new teams. What's your best current road trip in the Big 12? Best current road trip. 
I guess BYU still has to be future if we haven't been there. Yeah, I would say BYU because I've been to Tucson. I've been to um, Boulder. I've been to Tempe several times. So give me BYU for that for sure. Uh, I've never been to Colorado. Is it nice? Well, I mean, I love the state of Colorado and it's, visiting, but it's the, a, the stadium? Uh, it's good setting. It's just a different level I of knew, beauty. I knew Tech kind of tore up some knees and mm. on that turf, but it's changed. Well, they had the old the, school the, concrete turf. Yeah, so um, now they got all grass, right? I think so. Yeah, it's a grass. So uh, BYU is the one I'm probably looking forward to the most, which for me is this weekend. I don't current one the stadium I've enjoyed the most and I'm not placating to you is is Boone Pickens of of the big 12 teams I've been to I just I like the setting liked liked a lot about it um the trip I don't know I don't know there's a lot of towns I dislike I like the people of Kansas State mm-hmm. but I don't like saying that after last week so. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I guess that's about all the time Lawrence, we have. Lawrence is fun unless you got to go play it out in Fieldhouse. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's it, not hey, fun. Their, their setting is gorgeous too. It's beautiful walking down that hill. It's gorgeous. That's it for us. Thanks to everybody. Thanks to Juan Kansas for joining us. Sucks. Yeah, and thanks to uh, thanks to Rodney for joining us as well. For Jeff Haxton, Lucas White, intern Maris, I'm Choice Woodman. It's been the end of the bench on 100.7 The Score. This has been the End of the Bench podcast from 100.7 The Score. Go to 107thescore.com for more from the Double T Sports Network.